the light is really making me look white. <laughs> what? And ghostly. What? I look at my legs. Oh, wow. You're glowing. You ever seen legs just shine like that? <laughs> shine bright? I'm not a vampire, but no, I'm not I have a, vampire, a pretty good case for looking like one. I got the legs of one. I can legs hear myself now. Of a vampire. That's <laughs> what you look for, right? Yeah. In a spouse, you're like, hmm. Let's intro this podcast. All right. Welcome back to Oversharing. I'm Joe. Yep. And I'm Matt Overby. <laughs> And we are uh, husband, wife. What? What are we? Who are we? We're we're married. Yeah. We're, we canceled the word wife on yeah, the last episode. Yeah, that's right. We're a partner. So. A partnership. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're husband and partner. A wedded partnership. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we are full time content creators. Yeah. And business owners. And we're here to and chat parents. with you. We're parents what? too. Oh yeah, we're parents. Yeah. We have a whole ass kid. Yep. Wild. She's awesome. She is awesome. So that's a better intro than last time. Yeah. Yeah. I give it a six and a half out of 10. And I promise we're going to get better. Yeah, we will. I promise the people that I would enter back into this podcast with more information about graffiti. Okay. Yes. So yes. I'm rolling with it. Graffiti I'm starting update. We're going to start it right off the bat. Yeah. Well, I did a lot of research. Yes. Well, <laughs> I shouldn't say a lot. I Googled it. And we did like five minutes of research before the podcast because we said we were going to do it. Yeah. And I read like two to three articles. That's a lot of articles. Did you? I mean, I'm guessing you skimmed them. No, I read them. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, never mind. You've done full blown research, in my opinion. <laughs> You're one of the leading experts in graffiti. In, in graffiti, yeah. In this house. Other than the fact that I've never done it. Yeah. No. 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 You never would. So uh, again, narc. Graffiti artists don't use like nowadays. Uh huh. They don't use spray paint in its traditional capacity. Like they don't just go buy a can of spray paint. It's not just Krylon off the shelf. And like, no. Okay. No. They have like special caps and things. That, okay. Like they might be going and buying that off the shelf, but then they have okay. special caps and things that go on them that help them have like clean edges or certain width spray or oh. like all kinds of different things. Okay. So there's some tools of the trade. Right. And not only that, also qualifying under graffiti is art in graffiti style with paint pens pens how big are these pens big like they have like like they're like fat and they have like graffiti paint pens i wasn't imagining like you know like a novelty crayola like no 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 pen no like like, (laughs) i don't know three feet long like a baseball bat i don't don't know why that's came to my head i I guess i didn't look up imagery no, but I'm guessing you're right. But it's just like a fat tip. From what I understood, it has paint in it that's a similar texture okay. to that of spray paint. Now, the benefit of Is spray it paint are like purists. Like, mm. I don't know. It didn't. The article didn't get. We into probably that. would have had to go to Reddit and really get some. Yeah. Some harsh opinions from yeah. graffiti artists. I didn't the get world. that far into it, but uh, it did say that working with the pens while like cleaner edge and stuff can be harder because the paint doesn't dry as fast. Okay. Because part of the convenience of spray paint and like tagging and how quickly you can... And I feel like the coverage is going to take you a while. Like on a pen. I think the p- coverage is easier with a pen. Like well, you can get it done faster? No, not I like... I feel like your output is way higher with a spray paint. In terms of large scale, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. I'm thinking but, of doing the side of a train. But spray paint, like the coat is really thin. Oh, uh, okay. So anyway, I don't really so know. the durability is low. 
I don't know. I think you live in the moment if you're doing graffiti, though. I don't yeah, know if you're here I, I don't for know. It's really term. incredible, though. I watched a couple of videos, too. Oh, man. There were tutorials. Maybe I really wish learn. I would have done this research also. I know. I'm going to do this research after. <laughs> this was, will not be just a podcast about graffiti, but it is interesting. No, but anyway, I, uh, I don't think we're quick enough learners to make our oversharing sign graffiti oh, that we do. Yeah. You know how many, rev- like, we would have to really do a lot of additions versions yeah it would, it would really Amen- amendments that ad- no addendums? there's a word that, there's a word for what we're looking for and we don't got it uh, is addendums a word addendums is a word okay are you trying to segue us into our our uh, no our i wasn't word segment no. i just was curious because i said <sighs> it and then i got embarrassed immediately see that's the great part about when people can't find words on podcasts is just the audience knows the word immediately and they're yeah. just screaming in their car or like in their headphones and yeah like you dumbasses this is the word yeah i'm sure i'm never doing out. that i'm going dude i don't know either yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay people like me yeah i was about to say people who have a problem only you yeah you need to use that sound that's trending right now on tiktok that's okay. like um Somebody put something uh, about themselves and then they're, they're like, are you insane like me <laughs> from that song? I I don't know it, but okay. I'm well. just pretending. I'm just going along with it. All you. right. That's fine. But that's fine. We'll, we'll dig into it. Okay. So. Well, you mentioned word of the week. Again, insane like me. We're going to go small. We're going to do a, a, a little word. Okay. On we. E-N-N-U-I. Okay. I'm e- assuming it's French in nature. E-N-N-U-I. Yeah. Ennui. Ennui. It's like kind of an existential like boredom or like, so you're like both bored and annoyed. Okay. Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah. Um, I had a really just frustrating day at work and at the end I was just left with a feeling of ennui. Okay. Okay. Experiencing some ennui. Okay. Again, it's just like kind of a funk. Okay. But it's Where a great you, word to just be like. Is this a word that you knew? Yeah. And oh, it, you knew yeah, this I word. Yeah, I used it in a in a high school paper. Oh. Yeah. Was your teacher impressed? Yeah, she was. Did they call it out? Did your teacher have to look it up in the dictionary? No, she's like, but this is a great sentence. She circled it. Oh wow. Yeah. Was that uh Miss Wendell? Yeah. Yeah. I knew she it was. She was a be. real one. Yeah. Shouts Miss Wendell. She yep. retired, didn't she? I have I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't kept any tabs on her. Oh, okay. I think somebody told me she retired. Probably. Like she seems like a smart lady and yeah. I think it's a tough time to be a teacher. So Yeah. Shouts uh, to her. Yeah. Shouts to teachers. Honestly. My mom's a teacher. I she just do retired. It. She did she just retire. She said that fourteen teachers from her school. Yeah. left last year yeah, 14 like, in an elementary like there school. were 14 more teachers a year ago yeah and this year there are 14 less i mean well i'm, assuming I'm, they're replacing I'm sure some, they hired but... new people Ooh. but still i bet that's hard right <laughs> that now it's tough yeah because if you're losing 14 you got to think like the the pool is shrinking or shifting yeah so that's wild yeah no nope, i watched my mom be a teacher growing up and i was like that looks hard. Well, you actually wanted to be an architect, didn't you? Uh, my dream was to be an architect. But 2008, 2009, 2010, uh, the market was not like, yeah, we're building things. It was like, oh, we built too many things. And we had wrote some sketchy loans for people to pay for them. And now we're I not really wish anything. you were an architect. Yeah? 
Yeah. 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 But I was like, I don't know that also architecture school, little known fact, a ton of work. I don't, I don't think know you that would've I would've made it. No, I the chances of me actually making it through architecture school seem low. I think you could now. Yeah, yeah, maybe now. But I was not a good enough student. I think I would have not taken it seriously for far too long. I would not yeah. have passed like my studio courses. Like I would have had to be real. Those diligent. studio and the thing that people don't and also underestimate, I remember when we were in school, is interior design degrees. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because interior design had a lot. I mean, it wasn't architecture, but they had a lot of stuff like the architecture program where they had those studios and had to put together models. The and- studio classes were for real. And yeah. like, let me tell you, you can whip together a paper or like you can do your homework last minute. You can't last minute do like a months long studio project. No. You can, but it won't be real good. And no. that is a problem for yeah. passing your studio courses. For sure. Like it needs to be good. Yeah. Yeah. No, wouldn't have, would not a good enough student. But you made it through chemical engineering. I did make it through chemical engineering. I did almost fail out of chemical engineering because... Only one semester. Well, and not fail out, lose my scholarship. Right. Which effectively would have been me failing out because I... I, You weren't going to take out student loans. Well, I mean, I guess I would have looked into it, but I really was like, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should learn how to study and like take my classes seriously and it turns out if you study for the classes the homework gets easier the uh well if you do the homework that's part of the studying process you do the homework your grades improve you do the homework and you study the tests get easier i also think that that's like an oversimplification because i don't think it works that way for most people no but like if your bar was you're not doing the homework and you're not studying for the tests you're definitely going to improve if you do both of those things yeah now, yeah. if you're having a tough time when you're doing all of that, then there's there's more. But right. really starting those two things really exponentially helped me. Yeah. I wasn't a good student. No, you weren't. I hated if, school. If you weren't interested in the subject, you were real not interested in Which it. Which is exactly how life is now for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're but. like, I care about this thing, so I will put my time into it. I don't care about this, so I will put zero time into it i can't be the only person that's no 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 you're just uh, yeah you just do it with everything in your life right why spend my time doing something i don't want to do i don't care about laundry i'm not going to put any work into laundry okay you know i i think when it comes to things (laughs) that are required in order to function the line gets a little more blurred there no 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 but i think it bleeds into your your real life. Okay. Fair. When I was a photographer, something that I really hated was when people would be like, you can Photoshop that out, right? <laughs> and it would be outrageous yeah. asks. And I feel like maybe we're not in touch with what a normal ask is for audio and video editing. Oh man. I hope not. So here's the deal guys. Uh, this is our second podcast recording and yeah. we're doing it with a video, which we've never done before. And um, we're trying to keep the mics going and the video going, and we're not crushing it. We're no. not. We're not perfect at it. No. Um. So we will improve, but I'm worried whenever we're like they're professional that that's like whenever <laughs> I was a photographer, people like ah she can Photoshop it. I was and I'm wearing like, sunglasses in all of the pictures. You can just oh, put my eyeballs on, right? My gosh, I should not tell that story right now, but I'm going to. <laughs> I was at a wedding. I'm not going to say what wedding, but no. I no, was we're not a- trying to expose anybody here. But it was egregious yeah 
I was at a wedding and uh, somebody wore their sunglasses for all the family photos, <laughs> which is weird that I didn't notice because I normally <laughs> notice things like that. Yeah. Well, the family photos are chaotic though. Like, Or maybe they were just to... normal glasses. Uh, were, were they transitions? I, no, I think they were normal glasses. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, Not regardless, it... <laughs> I think they were sunglasses because I remember what I said back. I wasn't trying to be rude, um, but they asked if I could Photoshop the sunglasses off of them. And I looked back and I said, well, that would require me to dry, draw your eyeballs, <laughs> <laughs> which I wasn't trying to be rude. It just like, it blew my mind. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's uh, that would be tough. I, <sighs> You're like, I don't have a picture of your eyes in the exact same position. To scale with everything to like I mean, even you could, superimpose, which would like still be a lot of work. You could do it, but mm-hmm. I, for every family photo, no dozens. It wasn't like the bride. Don't no, worry. But it was it was somebody yeah. that was in a lot of family photos. Yeah. Oh, Wild. What a what a choice. It was my bad for not noticing the sunglasses. No. I'm normally really good at that. In a way, it's your bad, but in a way, it's also the person who's like, I'm in a picture. I don't want these things in all of my pictures. Yeah. The you bride argue didn't care. Either one. The bride didn't care at all. No. So. And that's who's important. Yeah. I had a, I'm just going to go into wedding horror stories. Oh, now. let's do it. Yeah. Um, I had a wedding where, <laughs> I'll never forget this, we're outside. It's always family photos. I mean, people, that's because you have to deal with the family. I feel like whenever you talk to people and tell them you're a wedding photographer, people come up with all these stressful scenarios that they imagine. Yeah. And it's always like missing the kiss or their portraits not being good or like... It's always missing everything. Right. Like missing these candid moments. And that (laughs) is never the hard part. No, the camera takes a lot of pictures very quickly. Yeah. Like that's never the hard part. The, 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 without a doubt, most of my like horrible stories from weddings are from family photos. <laughs> Undoubtedly from family photos. I was at a wedding where everybody was outside. We're taking family photos and there was a group of like the, the bride. I have them make lists of all the different arrangements that they want. And <laughs> there was a group of like 45 family members. Uh-huh. And uh, this aunt looks at me and was like, where's Phil? Phil is not in the photo. Like you were going to try and Phil. take this without Phil. I, I don't actually remember like, what his name was. <laughs> it's but, probably better. We don't say it. <laughs> and I was like, I no, no, I didn't know. Phil wasn't one of the 45 people standing Just up here. She's question, like, well, go get him. And I'm, I, I'm like, I don't know who Phil is. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. They really do assume that like, you've got it all all locked away up and upstairs yeah that you know everyone in their family what they look like i yeah. mean for one like you could just yell the name phil and maybe you'd find phil but like you have no idea what phil looks like no phil could be a woman could be short for could phyllis be. i really did appreciate that they had so much confidence in me yeah no they're like i mean that just goes to show you had uh you were like i know what i'm doing yeah i'm, I'm for real you know i am the queen of wow. irrational confidence. She's, oh, I was going to say she's crowning herself. Yeah. And it was an irrational confidence. So <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, do you not agree? No, I, I completely agree. You have so much confidence in yourself. 
which I'm the exact opposite. I'm like, there's no way I know what I'm doing. And I will act like I know what I'm doing pretty much no matter what. It, it will take you a lot of places. Let me tell you, confidence is key. Like as an engineer, the best skill you can have is the ability to Google things. Yeah. Like just try and figure out the answers. So just somebody comes and asks you something, you go, you know what? I'll look into it. And then you Google it. And then you find other resources. And yeah, just have confidence. Take Give it, give it a shot. Being good with Google is the life skill nowadays. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, just just learn how to look for the information that's out there. Because like, all kinds of information is available to people. People will think you are so smart, especially if you're in a workplace with older people. Oh, 100%. Like somebody They're brings up come graffiti. To, to Google things for them. Yeah, like somebody brings up graffiti and then later at lunch, just like drop a few facts about it. And they'll be like, <laughs> how do you know that? You're like, well, I just in another life. Yeah. And then next thing, you know, just like be looking stuff up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Drop some hints. No. And like, honestly, some of it is just to a degree, like don't disqualify yourself from things. Don't be like, I don't know how to do that. Be like, let me give it a shot. Right. I think that's the best thing you can do in a work environment is say, I'm going to get, I'm going to try. It may not be right. And I'm, and some of that depends on the work environment and if there's somebody there to support you, but maybe you can take that and go, here's what I did. Here's what I was thinking is it what what do you think did i do it wrong if so then maybe they can tell you but give it a shot before you go to somebody and say how do i do this unless like you know that's not what you're working on but in most cases i think it's best to just go here here's what i did and here's why i did it what do you think and honestly most of the time they're gonna go great Looks good to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at us. That's what we're doing with the podcast. Absolutely. That's what we've done with so many things in life. Just be like, ah, here, I'm going to try it. And if it's really wrong, somebody will let me know. And if it works, it works. Yeah. And I think that that's the the key. I, there's that interview with the CEO of Spanx. Okay. And her, Sarah, oh, I can't remember her last name. Yeah. Doesn't matter. If you want to look it up, the CEO of Spanx uh, you can find it somewhere. She talks about growing up and uh, at the dinner table with her dad, every day he would have everybody go around and say something they failed at that day. And then he would like mm. celebrate their failure and what they learned. That's really like positive behavior. Yeah. And I, I think I like that do it. I like that. Yeah. I think it's so cool because I think that that's something that my family did not around the dinner table, For sure. but something my not family... Not in that structure, but... Yeah. My family did really well is when we failed, they celebrated it. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, oh my gosh, you're such a failure. It was, oh my gosh, what did you learn? Yeah. And it, it made me feel like the not trying was the failure, not that... Which I think it absolutely is. Like, that's so critical, like, to be able to try and fail and not internalize it and turn it into, like, you as a person... Like, that's something I'm not good at is like, if I fail, I tend to reflect that in and go, oh my gosh, why did you fail? What, what is wrong? And why, like, why didn't you do it better? As opposed to just going, well, you didn't know what you were doing. Like, but you tried and now you know more. And that's, that's so important. And and that's such a great skill. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like learning to do that. I think is something, that's something I really want to instill with with Gardner is like, try, give it a shot. If it works great. If it doesn't also great, 
let's look at what we learned because every time we fall down, we learn something new and we can apply that information Mm -hmm. and keep moving forward. Yeah. I think it's the fastest way you learn. And if you don't try it all, then you never know anything. (laughs) Exactly. And you never do anything. Right. So. I had a big parenting fail this week. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're getting into bad dad, mean mom territory here. I thought your car seat last week was bad. Well, okay. The car seat thing is really bad. Like, (laughs) It's like almost legally bad. So we have these chairs. Yep. And uh, they have uh, three walls and then an open side, like, you know, where you sit and you put your legs out, you know, wall. How you get into the chair. Yeah, exactly. It's not a bucket. And I set Gardner in it and I was spinning her, spinning her and spinning her. Yeah. And spinning her. And she's laughing, and loving she's it, laughing. having she's the having time of her life. So much fun! Like it's like a teacup <laughs> in your house. Yeah, exactly. And uh, then she like I stop spinning her, and you can tell she's dizzy. Yeah, she's like kind of rocking forward, and I uh, let her rock forward, and Matt walks by. <laughs> And spins the chair because he doesn't see her. He just knows I've been spinning Wait it. Wait a second. I feel like this was a, a mean mom moment and it's turning into a bad dad. No, it's not. Because it was my fault. Mm. Okay. You don't feel like it was my fault? I feel like I spun our kid and she fell out of a chair. <laughs> well, because she was dizzy, she was leaning forward and Matt gave it a good spin. And it all happened in slow motion oh, for me because right yeah. as Matt like grabbed it and spun it, I started to say, we need to set her back. <laughs> and she like jumps out of the front of the chair. <laughs> flies. Rolls, like flies out of the sobbing. Like, you caught her. Yeah, well, that's true. I did like. Matt caught her. She still like tumbled all the way to the ground. And scared herself. But, but Matt caught her and. It, yeah, like it wasn't... the head didn't make impact. She just kind of like rolled out. Right. There was yeah. no heavy impact. You definitely like. Yeah, I forgot that I caught her actually. <laughs> In my mind, she just like flew out of the chair and crashed into the ground. No, no, no. It's really, yeah, that happens a lot. You just like, the stories get really bad immediately. Oh, I wasn't, I didn't think it was that. You mean you caught her. But that was my bad moment. I probably shouldn't have been (laughs) spinning her in the chair like that. She loves it though. I know. Yeah, that's the fine line with parenting. You can't just like do everything your kid thinks is awesome. Because like, you know, that, that really like isn't. Always good. A lot of things that are awesome, (laughs) not that good for him. Are not great habits. Yeah, like you can't be like you can have Oreos every day. They're awesome. Like our kid loves ice cream. (laughs) She really does. (laughs) We gave her a bite of ice cream for the first time not that long ago. Oh man, she is an ice cream kind of girly. Yeah, she loves popsicles, ice cream, anything cold, frozen treats, smoothies. Yeah. We, I couldn't We believe. need to make more smoothies. Yeah. Like, cause you can actually make those like healthy. Yeah. Like we could put a lot of vegetables in there. Cause she's yeah. not, she's not anti-vegetable. She's just like pro fruit. Well, she just doesn't have any teeth. Also that vegetables are tough without teeth. A lot of them. Like she just has these two little ones on the bottom and like, they're not good for cutting stuff up and no. breaking, breaking fibrous vegetables down. Yeah. I don't know how kids operate, dude. No. Although I will say most children get teeth a lot earlier, I think. Yeah. Yeah. She's like 14 months and she's just got the two, two little guys she's had for the last two, three months. Yeah. Oh, well. Granted, the way she's acting right now, I'm pretty sure she's getting some more teeth. Yeah. This kid's both, struggling. Uh, both of her parents got teeth really late. Yeah. So. Yeah. I didn't get any till like 14 months. Yeah. 
you had a couple. I got my first one at 11 months. Yeah. I, I was, which is around when Gardner got mm. hers. But I was late in general. Yeah. Teeth are, that's wild the way that works. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen an x-ray of a baby? No. And like all their teeth up in their skull? No. We're gonna have to look that up. That after sounds this. haunting. It is actually terrifying. Babies don't have kneecaps. Oh yeah, that still doesn't make sense to me. They don't get kneecaps till they're like two or three. Yeah, I like I see her legs and like I touch her knees sometimes because I know that's a fact. And I'm like, it doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't get it. It feels like there's a knee, kind of, but there's also isn't. Like it's just kind of all like, one. There's not deal. like a hard cap. No, there's not a hard cap. I guess it's just like a joint. It's cartilage right now, I think. Okay, the last thing that I really wanted to bring up today to okay. talk about is we got our design back for our bedroom. Ooh, okay. And I haven't seen this. Yeah. Maybe I should show you. Bedroom slash studio, podcast studio. That's where we are right yeah. now. We're recording in our primary bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I think we will continue to record in our primary bedroom. Yeah, I think if we just get a setup that like is a little more set up. And uh, here's the thing. So when we remodeled the house, yeah, we pushed out one wall of our house four feet. Yes. Because... Our bathroom and closet was going to be pretty cramped. For what we wanted to put in it. For what we wanted to put in it. And like for us wanting to be here a long time, we wanted a big closet for you. And right. A and big you. closet for me. Like we both wanted closets. We wanted them to be separate. We wanted, we had a lot of conditions around the closet space. So what used to be the bathroom, a lot of it got turned into closet. Well, what was left was tough to fit a shower and you're a big bathtub person, so you wanted a big yes. bathtub. And we wanted everything to be wide enough to be accessible. Yeah, we needed some. We needed room to navigate, and then we wanted uh, a separate toilet room, a water closet is what yeah. they're called. But every time you say water closet, like people, half people think are that like, it's the water heater. What room. are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we pushed out, and whenever we said we wanted to push out four feet, we told them that we only wanted to push out. Yeah, just push the bathroom, bathroom section out four feet, which is like the center of that side of the house. Yeah. And the contractor said, well, it would actually be cheaper to uh, just push out the entire side of the house. Push the whole wall. So that has the primary bedroom and actually another bedroom wall on it. So it made both of those bedrooms four feet wider than they already were. Well, and I will say we took the closet out of the, the guest bedroom. We took the closet out of. Yeah. And we're planning on doing wardrobe style closets across the one wall. Mm-hmm. So it didn't make that room as crazy large. No, because we'll reclaim a lot of the space that we added as closet space. Right. We basically just reconfigured the closet to be part of the expansion. And it's nice to have the extra space. I'm not saying it, yeah. it's still a very large room. Because the old closet cut into the bathroom area. Right. Is how it worked. Well, the thing about the guest room versus ours is the guest room has the bathroom and a like other stuff within the a space. little hallway and it's got the water heater and a little coat closet and like other stuff to occupy the full length of this section of the house yeah what we're getting at is it made our primary bedroom for to us wild outrageously long. large like so 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 far away like just i know forever like, away in well, this the room. thing is i know a lot of people in in bigger homes have like a sitting area like they have really yeah. big bed but that's never we've never been had us. that no, no. and, I don't and know we that, had like a, a a good sized primary bedroom in yeah. the last house we felt like well and i don't know that that's ever been like a big interest of ours having no like no it's never been area. like we have to have a separate area but we've also never been parents so i think as we grow our family and stuff 
I think having a private area in your room makes sense. Well, it's like I said to you the other day, I would love to have some chairs over there so that I can curl up and read a book or yeah, you know, yeah. things like that. It kind of makes your, your ensuite area all kind of cohesive and a little more private. Right. But anyway, we got the... I, I hired... Well, I didn't hire. They do free design service. Um, yeah. A couple of like the online cool. retailers now do free design service. So I sent them the dimensions of our bedroom and where our doors and things like that are. And they sent back our design yesterday. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, they laid out the room completely differently than how I had it in my head. Okay. And now I don't know how I'm supposed to lay out our bedroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Especially since we like kind of built the house around like how we thought we were going to lay the bedroom out. Right. Like we've got outlets up on the wall here, like in case we put a TV there and we've got outlets over here for like nightstands and lamps. Interesting. Interesting. I know. I'm very curious to find out like what what the layout it, is. It blew my mind and it made me kind of get into the thinking of how you lay out a room with feng shui and stuff because I believe okay. it's really important uh like the direction your bed faces. Okay. That the sun like rises over you and like all this stuff. Oh. And so then I was considering that in Okay. Stuff. I don't know. I don't know anything about feng shui. I I don't know a ton, but I know a little bit about like laying out your room. I know that they like to have the bed east facing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just know it's something about the energy of the room. Right. I'm not great at the energy of things. Mm, I like to get into it, but I don't know that. Yeah. I'm definitely not good at it. No, no, no. Like I definitely don't know how to navigate it. Like sometimes you, I do think there's some merit to like, this is good, this is bad. Like, you can feel it. Right. But we're definitely not the people that are like, this is how you change it. This is how you improve it. Right. Well, and I also know that in our room, we're going to be able to do a lot of live plants. Yeah. Because we have incredible light. I, I designed our bedroom. Yeah, half the, half the wall is glass in here. Yeah, I designed the not room literally. and the windows around being able to have large plants in here and that they do really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so that wasn't taken into consideration in the design either obviously plant locations yeah sure. so well they're specialties furniture so like they're yeah. like here's the furniture you can put in that absolutely. space absolutely but the big news is that we're hopefully going to have things kind of starting to get things ordered yeah start having things put together in here and then we'll have a space to record yeah no that's that's the, really the fun part is like i like we'll be able to do a little sitting area kind of like what we've got now but this is just kind of rigged together from furniture we've had in the last house but we'll be able to make it very intentional and make it a little little podcast space. Honestly, the, the chairs that we're sitting in are some of the best purchases I ever made, though. Oh, these things have, have gone everywhere. They look great. They, They're from Target. Yeah. They're, shouts to Target. And they, they weren't... Sponsor this podcast. They weren't... Yeah. <laughs> Please sponsor this podcast, Target. Uh, they weren't very expensive, and they've held up so well. Yeah. No, they they these things are bulletproof. They look good anywhere. Got yeah. these little side tables that we just had and we try to use as much of what we already have as we can well you try to like especially at least if it even somewhat fits like it's nice to just be able to to have it especially right now when you can't like getting furniture is so difficult like great you found something you like good luck getting it before january january would be pretty good january's not even bad right now some of it's like 32 weeks yeah like custom couches which we don't we don't need any custom couches we already have our couches and stuff but 32 weeks. 
I couldn't believe so it. So long. I feel like it's in outrageous. 32 weeks, I'm like, do I even want that couch anymore? I've changed my mind. You don't. You don't want that couch. Yeah. Oh, man. That's... I. I'm not a long-term planner, which I think we've talked about, but I know 32 that, weeks is so far in the future that I'm like, anything could happen then. Well, I know that I've gotten old because I get real jazzed around furniture. I love furniture. Just sitting in it, being around it. So comfy. Yeah? Yeah. Tell me more. I don't know. It's just making me feel feel good. Yeah? Love some good furniture. I've always been like a... I like how furniture looks too, though. Like... Oh, that was you've always been really into design aesthetic yeah i don't, I don't know, know why i don't know that you're into aesthetic the way that aesthetic is today though no like no because anybody listening there like you associate aesthetic with like instagram girlies that's fair yeah. you know what i mean yeah no i can see that and and i i understand at the root of like what the term means like the word as yeah. opposed to the the usage right but i i don't think i do think you're really into design though yeah yeah that's true this is the time that i should be <laughs> saying that design leaves me with a sense of ennui ennui there you yeah. go there I can it never, is she did it ladies I can't and gentlemen the word <laughs> she can't this is gonna be a tough tough thing to do I if want you just can't um remember so words bad ennui ennui yeah that's that sounds fine yeah okay that was right yeah because Matt and I were talking about this the other day. I can look at something and tell it's not right. Yeah, you just want it right. But I don't know what's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't fix it. That is, I mean, that's very much a skill though. To like, it's it's very easy to be able to identify problems. It's it's a lot more difficult to know how to solve them. Right. Yeah. Like if I could have a job where I just identified problems. You're really I'd, I'd good at it. I'd be incredible at it. Yeah. I'd be like, this could go wrong, and this I could go wrong. And the this queen of your wrong. rational confidence. Yeah, you're like, it's not going to go wrong. You are the king of finding problems. <laughs> it's a beautiful blend. Devil's advocating things to death. Yeah. yeah. One hey. of those things is a lot more productive. And that's not necessarily true. Mm, it's a little true. You allow us to prepare for things, and then we don't have to jump through as many hoops. Yeah. I mean, if you enjoy that kind of thing. Well, it's not that I necessarily enjoy it, but yeah. I enjoy later whenever I'm faced with that issue that I have the solution already prepared. Yeah. There's, there's, with all things, there's a healthy balance where you should be able to go. These things are very possible and very likely. How are we going to handle it if right. that comes up? What you don't want to do is just do that until you don't do the thing. We're a great balance. We, I don't think one's it. better than the other. No. I think they're both really good qualities, especially in combination with one another. Yeah, you're the doer. I'm the like stopper. <laughs> the yes. the breaker. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm the not doer. No, before Matt and I lived together, I was all gas, no breaks. Yeah. No, that was uh you were interesting. I worked like 125 hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> the, here's the other thing too though. You didn't just work 80, 90 hours a week. You worked them between the hours of like 2 p.m. 2 p.m. And 4.30 a.m. Like, you worked true vampire hours. Like, the the sun was up. You weren't really interested in working. But when the sun was down, that was grind time. Yeah. And you worked nonstop yeah. when it was dark out. Yeah, And then great. the sun was rising up. You would go to bed. You would wake up. I look up. back on that time fondly. Yeah. You miss that time. I don't. I don't want to go back. Like, it was not healthy. Yeah, but like. You you missed all that productive time, I'm sure. I was very productive, but yeah. 
I I like where I am now. No, where we're at now is good. We just got to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. Like when there, there's just, and I think that happens all through life is there's a constant like balancing your needs and your wants and your abilities. Like right. you're just constantly trying to like, hey, I need to get this work done. I want to do it at this time. I'm able to do it at this time. Now we're not necessarily able to do it at all times or we're not willing to do it at all times and so on and so forth. Well, and as soon as you seem to get it all leveled out, you're like, let's throw a kid in there <laughs> or let's throw a marriage in there or let's yeah. throw. Yeah. Let's, let's live with somebody else that has normal working hours. And then it's like, right. oh, wait a second. If I work from two to four and he works from 7.30 to 4.30, like we're now working opposite times. So his right. downtime is my work time and his work time is my downtime. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we got through it. Yeah, we did. We still don't operate on the same schedule, but I feel no, like it works for us. No, we're we're getting closer though. Yeah. And the thing is we, we can make that schedule work for both of us. If right. I'm up earlier, I can get Gardner up and feed her and do breakfast and all that stuff. And I'd like to get up earlier. Yeah. That's one of my goals of... But then we'd have to go to bed earlier. That's also one of my goals though. Is it? Yeah. Okay. We stay up way too late. Well, there's no reason either. We're not doing anything. No. It's not like we're staying up late being productive. We stay up watching TV. Or just like... Or catching up on a show or... Being around. Right. But also some of that I think is our like downtime. I know, but I think that if we got (laughs) up early... But we're not using our downtime real well either. We could get up early though and like work out together. Yeah, that would be smart. In the Like early in the morning before G wakes up. Like there are so many things that yeah. we could do. Especially since she's such a good sleeper. Like we have a real chunk of time before she's awake. Well, and I think those are things that would make us happier. Whereas like mm-hmm. sitting and watching a show together, it's yeah. fine. It's not that we don't enjoy it, but just something to consider. Yeah, that should be an initiative for this next year. Yeah. Really, uh... It's August, but we're going to wait till 2023. Yeah, it's more of a New Year's thing, really. Oh, okay. You cool. think? Yeah. The holidays are coming yeah. up. <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to do that. It's almost Halloween. Like, <laughs> come on, guys. I do like the idea that we're treating Halloween. It's just like, oh, no, that's a major thing. Yeah, like Halloween. That, the start of holiday season. You Halloween. Said, it's Halloween. Then it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving then it's Christmas. Christmas New, New Year's, Year's. Valentine's yeah. Day. You know what? I mean, Easter's all right around the corner. I, yeah. And then our anniversary. Oh, man. That really makes me think of. So when we were, for the 4th of July, we visited some friends in uh, South Carolina. We went to the pool. And there was that little boy there. Oh, yeah. So we, we had Gardner and uh, our, the, our friends. Our friends kids. had their daughters yeah, with them. Both under two. And so it's like a one-year-old and a two-year-old and uh, eight months, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we were all, you know, so you're just splashing in the very shallow entry into the pool. And this little boy who's about five comes up and asks if uh, taps I want Matt to play. Matt on the shoulder. Yeah. Taps me on the shoulder. And is like, hey, do you want to play? And I was like, sure, yeah, great. Because I, I like kids, I'm having fun. He he brought over the yeah. his. Uh, he had this little aircraft carrier with yeah, like a little. It was huge. Oh, yeah, it was some big cool pool toys. Yeah, one's a plane and one's a truck and one's an aircraft carrier. So it could like all of them could. The sit aircraft on the... carrier held the plane and the truck. Anyway, and the... The, to- the toys were awesome, so yeah. I was in. Like yeah. I was like, yeah, let's play with these toys. Well, his mom definitely thought that he was asking to go play with the kids. The, the other but children. No, he was he was asking to go play with the 30 year old man yeah 30 year old man was in like again sick pool toys so that that was a lot of fun but he did say he what was he he was almost six 
yeah, we asked, we said, how old are you? And he said, almost six. <laughs> and I said, wow, when's your birthday? And he said, May. Again, we were there for the 4th of July. So <laughs> yeah, he was like, almost six. It's it's right around the corner in May. And then he was also like, it's a long ways away. Yeah. He, he self-admitted like in the next two minutes, he's like, no, my birthday is it's very like, Yeah, long. my birthday just happened. <laughs> Anyway, that whole story was just to say that's exactly how we're treating this. It's yeah. Like, it's right around the corner. Right. Yeah. Our early mornings are right around the yeah. corner. We're going to do that so soon. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, on that note, we'll catch yeah. you guys next week. Absolutely. You going you gonna to say anything else? It was absolutely not enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> Should we try and land this bird? You can find me at Joe Johnson Overby. And you can find me at matt.overby on Instagram. And And uh, something really important because we want to start our voicemail box. Okay. We're going to put it in the show notes. Yeah. The link. I I set it all up and you can call and leave us a voicemail. Yeah. Yeah. Leave us a voicemail and then we will uh, answer your voicemail. Yeah. We're going to listen to them. We're going to talk. It's going to be great. Yeah. Now you can say absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Bye (laughs) y'all. Bye y'all.